Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Welcome to another healing conversation brought to you by AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and today I have two very special guests with me as we talk about a very important time for Mother Earth and humanity. We're going to be talking about Earth Day coming up on April 22nd, and it's going to be a peace, prayer, and concert weekend over at the Four Corners area of our nation. And this is ancient Indian land, a very special time for us to give gratitude to Mother Earth. And we're going to talk about how this came about and what the goal is. In essence, the goal and the intent of Earth Day Four Corners Peace, Prayer, and Concert is to restore peace and harmony and bring balance between humanity and Mother Earth. In these times where we can turn on the news and be quite frightened very quickly by what we see on the news, my guests today say it's very important to remember gratitude and love for ourselves and for Mother Earth. So I would like to welcome Gary Christmas, co-organizer of Earth Day Four Corners Peace, Prayer, and Concert. Welcome, Gary. Thank you, Loren. I'm honored to be here. And Michelle Anderson is a spiritual counselor and a dolphin tour leader, a light worker, holding space for so many and helping lead so many. Welcome, Michelle. Thank you, Loren. Thank you for hosting this. You had mentioned this event to me. Why is this so important? Why did it resonate with you? Oh, gosh, Loren, thank, thank you for asking it like that because I can really connect to my own passion for it. And I can just say here that I'm a feeler, so when I, I feel authenticity and I feel intention when I meet people. And I had had a vision a couple of years ago where two indigenous elders came to me in a vision and told me that I would have something to do with the gathering of the tribes, the tribe of humanity as one tribe, the tribe of humanity, to help be the bridge for bringing Mother Earth and her people all back around to live in harmony and to to create this unity consciousness that so many people are talking about. It's time for separation to end and to step into unity consciousness and living in harmony with the Earth. And... When I met Gary Christmas at an event that I had emceed a while back in in February, and I connected with the Earth Day Four Corners um, marketing card that he had, he just put the card in my hand, and 
it vibrated and it had a life of its own and I felt the purity of intention of this event and I connected it back to that vision I had a few years ago and I knew this was it and I kept hearing the time is now this is it and what this is this event is I think this event had something to do with so many different layers of what's happening on the planet right now when you look around and you see the, cat the catastrophic things that are happening and people running around in fear and complete stress and we realize that that's not how we're going to shift or or create create peace and change on earth it's through staying in gratitude and harmony with each other and the earth so that's what this event is all about that's why i jumped on board and i'm adding my energy to it so i'm really excited to tell you a little bit more about how it all began i came in after the vision had already been there and um just said you know use me whatever way i can be of service i want to help this is this is so big, and it's a free event, so it's important that people realize that it's just all of us coming together for the greater good for all life in all dimensions. Thank you, Michelle. So, Gary, tell us about this Indian land, the history behind it, and how this came about. Well, the, the land itself um, is, uh, is quite amazing. Uh, I've been all over the world, and I've seen uh, many, many beautiful parts of the world and, and uh, even you know other indigenous peoples and am always moved by it um, but this particular land uh, found I've been uh, working with a project Peace on Earth uh, that Steve Robertson started uh, many years ago and he's been working on that very hard um, and I've been working with him and he's been looking for uh, some sacred land uh, in America to hold um, his event on um, and so originally I went out there for that purpose, um, but the Project Peace on Earth event is not scheduled till November. Um, but still, I went out there um, after uh, Thanksgiving last year and uh, just to look at the land. And I met with Harold Begay, who's a um, Navajo medicine man and an elder in the tribe, and uh, met with him on his land, met with him and his wife. And uh, his wife, Lily, is an amazing spirit, and she translated the entire meeting. Um, it was just me and Harold and his wife and their Hogan, which is their ceremonial, basically their church. That's where they do their healing. That's where they do weddings. That's where they do their sacred circle events, uh, which I was just a part of a very magical event there a couple weekends ago. Um, so during that meeting, I, I really expressed to them, you know, my uh, purpose for being involved and, and purpose for looking at the land. Um, and it's really to... Um, perform sacred ceremony as a blessing for earth and a blessing for humanity on sacred sites all over the world at the same time and he really got that he really understood that and, and um, they're very esoteric the navajo uh, medicine men practice uh, a very esoteric style of uh, of energy work and uh, it involves you know prayer much as we're familiar with but it also involves a lot deeper energy work and, and vision work and, and requests and, uh, and ritual and so he really got that and understood that and resonated uh, he and I although we had never met we connected and we don't even speak the same language and uh, we connected very very strongly that day um, and um, so that began the process uh, you know Joanne Armenta at Purpose Focused uh, which is the 501c3 that uh, the event is running through uh, then went out there the following weekend also had a very moving meeting uh, with Harold and his wife Lily, and um, you know we have come a long ways since then. Uh, still a long ways to go, but 
Um, that's originally how we got uh, to meet Harold and got to look at the land. Um, and our initial meeting, we looked at one piece of the land and said, okay, we could have the event up there. We would have to clear this big area. And um, I really didn't resonate with that. You know, clearing land means ripping up trees and flattening and making the land something it's not. And um, so uh, on the very next trip, we went up there and in discussions about the land, uh, the land pretty much opened up and showed us where to put the event. And uh, the actual space on Harold's land is magnificent where the event is going to be. It's uh, basically a lot of lava rock and hundreds of thousands of naturally occurring crystals all over the ground just laying there. The energy is incredible when you uh, when you pick up these crystals and uh, and you feel that they have they've never been moved for hundreds of thousands maybe millions of years they have just been right there on that land and uh, it's it's pretty incredible the the energy that's there um, but it's plenty of room the land is already cleared uh, we just had to uh, pave a little access not even pave but just uh, work on a little access road through the dirt there and. Um, so now we have plenty of parking, we have camping, we have RV parking, uh, we have a nice big stage area, um, and uh, we're still in need of engineers and, and some sound equipment and, uh, and some donations and supplies and, and whatnot, but uh, we have a very good uh, forward-thinking plan and a lot of great supporters and help, uh, like Michelle and, uh, and yourself. So we're very, very grateful to have this chance to speak with you, Loren. And this is coming up the weekend of Easter weekend. It's Good Friday, and it's also Earth Day. So the first day is really about uh, an opening ceremony, and not just from Harold, who's uh, you know elder medicine man uh, with the Navajo tribe, but uh, we're also going to have many other tribes represented there from the Native American um, Chumash. Uh, I know that there's Hopi. There's going to be quite a lot of... Uh, uh, quite a few different tribes. I think we even have uh, some coming up from Wisconsin and uh, East Coast and, and Oklahoma. Uh, and So there, what you're going to find is there are several different ceremonies that are going to take place on opening day that these Native American cultures really don't share. They really don't share it with the rest of the world. Well, they're sharing it on April 22nd. Um, they believe that the time is now, as do I. Time is now. We don't have, this is not a time to, um, to hold back. This is not a time to pretend that everything's okay. It's not a time to pretend that uh, you, you can just watch video games and everything's going to continue as it was. Um, we have a, period, a very small window of time here to make a choice, a choice about what our future is going to be. And if we, uh, on purpose, with intent, come together as one tribe, as Michelle said earlier, one tribe, we're on one planet, and we're one tribe. We all bleed red, and we all have a heart. And if we use this time to come together as one tribe with gratitude for each other and gratitude for Mother Earth and, and, and do it with intent and do it seriously, and it's not a joke. We're doing this with intent, with intention of bringing everyone together and uh, this may sound corny to some, but the power of love itself is the cure, the absolute cure for all the fear that is permeating the planet right now. And uh, this is a sacred site, and we plan on doing sacred ceremony there on opening day, uh, Friday, April 22nd. And uh, 7 p.m. to midnight, those ceremonies will continue probably into the wee hours of the morning. On Saturday, April 23rd, uh, we 
have a concert, we have eco-technology there, because one of the things that we're doing there is, is raising this community out of abject poverty. Um, many of the listeners may not be familiar with the Bennett Act, but it's a, a law that went into place um, many years ago, I believe 1963, and it was just written out of law by Obama in 2009. And basically what that law did is it prevented all of these people from improving their property. It kept them from getting water. It kept them from getting electricity. Uh, if their roof had a hole in it, they couldn't patch it. They have holes in their walls where snakes come in at night. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. Um, uh, one of the hosts, uh, Harold, just lost a nephew a month and a half ago due to exposure. He basically froze to death when this fire went out. Um, you know, things like that can be very easily fixed. Uh, with a sub-zero sleeping bags and, you know, doing some basic construction and, and rehabilitation there. So uh, with the funds that are raised from this event, we, we are putting it back into the community. Um, so Friday's opening ceremony. Saturday uh, we'll have a concert, Ecotech, and, uh, and Children's Symposium because we believe education is, is very powerful and is really the only way to change the world long-term is to educate all the children now today. And, uh, and then Sunday we'll have a closing ceremony, 9 a.m. to noon. And uh, as I mentioned before, there'll be camping and RV parking and, and uh, free admittance to the uh, event uh, with a small fee for you know camping and, and parking and RV and uh, things like that. Gary, I'd like to have you address the Star School out there and, and how innovative they are and what they've been doing as far as their peace-building practices and their curriculum. And I think you know people don't really know about what's going on with the school system and how they're, the Navajo children there actually are, you know, getting this this uh, school going the first of its kind, the first solar power charter school. If you can talk to that as well and tell what's happening the week before the, the event, too. Thank you. Yeah, ideally, um, if, if people do have time, the week prior to uh, the Earth Day Four Corners event, there is a, a symposium at the uh, Star School, which is located just about two miles off of the reservation. And um, I, I ran across that literally, uh, you know, after we looked at the land, uh, Rob Redsteer, who's been a fantastic tour guide and and a translator, uh, who, who uh, his mother and father, his mother is Lily, who is uh, Harold's wife. So. Uh, very, very intimately connected to the Earth Day Four Corners event himself, um, but he introduced me to the uh, Star School, and um, the Star School is really incredible. They, uh, you know, service to all relations is Star, and uh, so they capitalize it. They, the founders of the Star School, uh, Dr. Mark Sorensen and uh, and Kate, have basically they used to teach school on the reservation. And we're very frustrated at all the continued failures of the existing uh, uh, infrastructure there for educating children. It was just dismal. They, you know, all the children were way below all the all the grading averages and every way you could measure them. They just you know, were not engaged at all in the process. So Mark and his uh, wife Kate um, quit the school system. And uh, which they had been working very hard at for many years, but they quit. They bought a piece of land off the reservation and built their own school. Um, and they built it sustainable uh, using local materials, local people. Um, they have a solar array that is unheard of in, in, a, in a school of its size. They're the first charter school all completely off of the grid, 100% off of the grid. Um, so they use solar for their power and they use wind power for their water. Um, which they have a, uh, I believe it's a 1,400-foot well that they drilled on the property uh, to serve the school 
they've, they've really done a fantastic job there. And so I was amazed at all that. But one of the things that really amazed me most is I, I did get to meet some of the children and look at some of their writings and some of their creative that they were doing at the school. And in the process, I realized they were talking about peace every single day. And as I talked to Mark about it, Mark is a peace builder, goes way back, and he studied, uh, you know, peace building for many years, and he incorporated that into his curriculum. In the first two years they were open, the school was completely funded out of their pocket and off of their credit cards. Now they're state and federally funded, and they still have, every day, kindergarten through eighth, they have a one-hour class on peace, on respect, how to call a bully out without getting beat up, how to negotiate with people without uh, creating an enemy, um, just how to communicate and how to be human. And they're teaching this to kindergartners through eighth grade every single day. And I think that in and of itself is, is a very huge miracle. So we support the STAR School and, and are holding a symposium there uh, for educators around the country, um, you know, reservation uh, as well as non-reservation. And I'd like to see this school model all over the world um, because that's how you create a world of peace. You start with the children and you teach them the value of it and, and how to do it in their daily lives. I love that you you touched upon that, Gary, because I think that's such an important piece of, of what's going on out there. And also the Project Pueblo, did, I, I'm not sure if you mentioned that, what's going on with the students from UCI Berkeley and, and from La Sierra and what they're doing with Project Pueblo and and how they're um, building the, or they're using what Pacific Domes, I guess, were purchased, right? For Can you talk to that a little bit about what they're doing with the construction and the dome that was anonymously donated, the $20,000 dome? Can you speak to that? Yeah, so uh, along the path of creating this event, and, and really, uh, I can't even say creating, allowing this event to happen, because uh, many times I feel like, uh, we as organizers can stand in the way of things when our ego gets a little out of control. And so really it's, it's a, a job of showing up, putting in the work, and allowing this event to be created um, uh, with our help. And in, along that process, we have been uh, gifted an energy dome from Pacific Dome. And, and basically it's a, they call it aquaponics. It's a combination of water and plants and solar. Um, it's a 24-foot uh, high-tech uh, energy dome that it was donated. We're going to put it on Harold's land, uh, the uh, the host of Earth Day Four Corners. And since he opened his heart and opened his land, um, we felt that that would be very appropriate. Um, since they don't have electricity or running water of the standard that we would have in our in our homes, um, so this energy dome is planned on. Uh, I believe we're installing it on uh, begin the installation um, on the 25th of March. So coming up very quick and uh, so the dome was completely donated and we also have the engineers from Pacific Dome have donated their time and efforts as well to come out uh, paying their own way to come out paying their own way to, to do the engineering on site which is substantial and um, so not just the dome but the installation and the setup and the training of how to utilize this dome um, is just one of the many miracles that have happened along the way but this is a, a very big one um, the, this is being installed on Bennett Free's land, and as I mentioned, the, the, the land has not been able to be developed uh, for many, many, many years. So they're living back in the 40s, basically. Um, and here comes this high-tech energy dome into the neighborhood, and it's really going to change the way that people think about what is possible 
on their lands. And, and that's really one of the keys that we'd like to help the community with is to really remove the blinders and, and look at possibilities and, and keep, keep space for miracles because they do happen. Um, so this energy dome will, um, uh, will be creating enough power to run their household uh, with a combination of the fish and the water that will be fertilizing the plants and eating the plants, and then the plants will be harvested um, and can create these little wonderful green pellets that run a generator that create energy. And um, so we're very excited to be able to gift this sort of technology um, to the Natani community uh, on the Navajo Reservation. You saw some visions. What was that like? Can you describe the visions? Michelle, you had a vision. Lorraine, what I, what I love about the visions is my vision seems to be right in line with the vision that a, a, a woman, Gary probably knows more about her, her name is Alita, and she goes by the name Earthy. And she had a vision in June of 2003, and on the corners.org website, I think it's underneath the Friends tab and under Visions, um, visions and testimonials. Her vision, she typed up her vision, and she really felt the alignment of this particular event being the first of the four um, events that were supposed to happen on the in the different areas, I guess the four different corners of the earth, right? Is that how, I don't really know exactly what it was. Gary, can you speak to that a little bit more? Her vision was so profound, and mine, mine was so small in comparison to hers, but it fit right in alignment with the two Native Americans coming to her and telling her what, what needed to happen on the earth. Four gatherings, yeah. four directions, four elements, the date of the gathering. Yeah, it's it's very um, very very profound. Her her vision. Um, she saw four different events: Southwest, Northwest, Midwest, and Great Lakes, um, and um, and saw really what she saw was the Four Corners area first. And um, and basically, she had a vision, and, uh, and there was a, a spiritual being there that guided her through uh, the vision. She saw a Native American uh, man standing behind a podium on a stage in the center of a garden. Um, and then he started speaking, and one of his main topics was water, and the importance of it, and the purity of it, and the, and the, you know the need for it, especially um, on the in the Indian lands in the Bennett Freeze area where they they have no water resources. They have to drive 40, 70 miles sometimes a day just to get water. And um, you know if you're growing a, 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 an organic garden there, you need water. If you have sheep or cattle, you need water even just to sustain yourself and, and bathe and cook, you need water. So water is a very, very important project. Um, so she saw this vision very, very clearly and, um, and and really saw it happening. It starts in the southwest region of the United States mm -hmm. and um, in the Four Corners area. And, and then she saw it growing and expanding to other parts of the country. And so really I'd like to just say that, you know, although Earth Day Four Corners um, is April 22nd in Four Corners, uh, I'd really like to ask the audience to dig in your hearts and dig in your your abilities, and can you start an event in your area, and can you bring the tribe together in your area as one? Um, this is not just about us. This is about all of us, and so I think right now we have an opportunity to come together as one. And there are people listening right now that know what I'm talking about. If you feel and you resonate,
God, then miracles will happen along the way that support you. Um, there's a there's an opportunity right now to change our future, and we can do it. It takes a little bit of work and a whole lot of miracles, and um, I'm not afraid to do the work, and I'm very grateful for all the miracles that happen along the way. Um, there are many people that have had visions of, of this nature. Um, I have myself for about the last 15 years. I, I started a, uh, doing a lot of spiritual work after my divorce in 1997 and um, did many vision quests and ex pretty much explored everything that I could. And along the way, I've, I've seen amazing visions of uh, groups of people getting together um, during a time of, of challenge. And uh, But really the people change the challenge with their vibration and their energy. And and so that sort of vision over the years has led me to seek out, uh, you know, Project Peace on Earth and, and now help to organize this uh, Earth Day Four Corners event because I really believe that we all have a vibration. And that vibration is really tied to Mother Earth. And that vibration is love. And, uh, you know, you can call it what you want, but when you feel it, you absolutely know it. And it, uh, it's the cure for the massive amount of uh, potential fear that uh, that goes on in our lives every day. And uh, so I'd like to, you know, really, really ask uh, the audience listening, if you feel that you resonate with this, um, feel free to contact me at any time. Uh, and you can do so on our Facebook uh, at uh, EarthDay4Corners.org. Um, uh, look me up. I'm happy to help in any way, and I'd love to see more 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 of our tribe coming together all over the country and all over the world. Gary, it, I'm, I'm so excited to hear you talk about the vision and, and your vision and how it, it ties in with other people's visions because in her vision, she actually asked them, these spirit guides, there were two of them, a male and a female, she asked them about when they showed her this event or these events, she asked if this was like Willie Nelson and Farm Aid, and the spirit said yes, and he had our help too. And what I'm finding is happening with this, when I said to the universe, I just said out loud, I give my energy to this event, and use me in any way that I can benefit the event. I don't know what that means. All of a sudden, all these miracles started showing up where people started coming into my field. Um, Miriam Delicato from Blue Star Prophecy, she's a, a friend of mine on Facebook, and this is her vision, too. She has a vision called The Great Gathering, and she's working on a website about The Great Gathering, and it's the same language that we're speaking. And that's why I love saying that this is a conscious collaboration without competition. There's no copyrights. This is just you, the universe providing us with what we need. Since the universe is infinite, we don't need to put boundaries around it. And when we, we say this is a free event, it is a free event because the Native Americans knew that you do not mix money with spirituality. The, the two don't really go hand in hand, right? So it's a free event for people to, you know, we're reaching out to the community, to people everywhere to really tune in with the love inside of their hearts and to connect that, connect those dots. This is even helping all of the, the world events that are happening around the world with, like Gary said, the nuclear reactors and, and the tsunamis and the earthquakes and everything that's happening around the world, we're, we're tuning into the vibration of the earth through this. So, so one of the things that we're um, experiencing right now is 
um, a coming together through this event. But there are still things that need to happen as far as um, getting the elders there, and, and I think it's beautiful to see how people are coming together, just coming together with um, projects to raise money to put the event on. Pro Project Pueblo is doing incredible things for the people on the land there to help build their hogans and rebuild their homes and raising money for that. So I think um, in the vision, we're seeing how many people are having these visions. The Native Americans um, are part of it, scientists, writers, storytellers, lawyers, business people, everybody that's using their voice and their heart to come together for the greater good for humanity. It's about evolving or becoming extinct, and I choose evolving. <laughs> and, and, and in the vision, I love, one of the things that she saw in the vision was she said, she had, they showed her a housewife who was turning off a lamp because she wanted to do her part to preserve the environment. That made me cry reading that. To see that, you know, it's just small acts. When, when all of us come together and do something small, it's great in the grand scheme of things. You talk about vision. I'm a feeler, and I can just feel that this is just a time where we need to create our own new community. And that's what this is all about. That's, that's, I can see this as the seed of that. So I want to paint a picture visually of the Four Corners area. If you don't know, or if, if listeners are not familiar with that area, you can go to Mesa Verde down in southern Colorado outside of Durango, and you can sit up at 7,000 feet on a plateau, and that is Mesa Verde where these canyons drop downward. So you're looking out across the land, and it's flat, but you're up at 7,000 feet and there's canyons that drop down into that, and that's where Mesa Verde was. And you can see for a great distance, and you look out across the Four Corners area, the Four Corners area being where the states of Arizona, Utah, Colorado, and New Mexico meet. And there's nothing visible there. There's like, there's like a nice monument, a little flat concrete piece with four corners on it. But one of the best and most notable monuments is natural, it's shipwreck, shipwreck Rock, which stands up as a spire out on this flat plain. And there is an art piece. I don't know if any of you are familiar with that, Gary or Michelle, but it's a Navajo Indian with his head slung down, sitting on his horse, and Shipwreck Rock is in the back of it. So for this gathering to take place on this very special land, it's almost like a cycle returning of its own. Because who knows what happened to those the Chaco Indians and the Mesa Verde, the Anasazi Indians. It's just a fascinating story to me, and this event happening there touches my heart because of that. Yeah, it, it is a very beautiful uh, piece of land. Um, on our website, earthdayfourcorners.org, and also on our Facebook page, uh, Earth Day Four Corners uh, Causes page, there's a video interview that I did of Harold Begay, our host and, and the, the chief Navajo medicine man that has is, is really um, uh, opened up his heart and his land to this. And although he doesn't speak English, I did put English subtitles underneath what he says. And in that video uh, that took place in the Hogan, uh, his little 25 foot by 25 foot uh, Hogan that's actually built better than his house, um, 
you can see during that video, I, I did some outside uh, video, and you can see the, the cliffs that are just past his property. Um, they're majestic. And this is where the Anasazi lived, and this is where the Navajo have lived for hundreds of years. And there's a lot of history there. Um, and they shared with me uh, during our recent ceremony that uh, they know the land is sacred uh, because it was given to them and told to them that it was sacred. And it was also told to them that there's a lot of energy in the dirt, in the ground underneath them, uh, energy that, that can either heal the world or destroy the world. And um, through the um, past, you know, 40-plus years with this Bennett Freeze Act, a lot of them have left uh, because they just couldn't take the the treatment. And um, and the, you know, powers that be, whether you call them, you know, federal government or, you know, Peabody or any of the other uh, major power companies that are out there raping and pillaging the land basically for free, um, are uh, yanking coal, uranium, and rare earth minerals that we're not even supposed to know about out of the land um, and poisoning uh, hundreds of thousands of people over over many many years have been poisoned by uranium, and poisoned from the the strip mining of of the land. Um, their water resources have been taken and poisoned. They can't even use uh, a lot of the wells that they dig there because they're they're poisoned. Um, we we have unfortunately as a country allowed this to occur for way too long, and um, and so you're right. Things are coming full circle. Um, you know, people who were once shunned are now being supported uh, with love, and and uh, and we're doing our very best to restore some some dignity there, and, and just show them that you know uh, we are one tribe, and we're in their tribe, and they're in our tribe, and and so we're uh, we're creating a larger family there on uh, some very very spectacular land. And for anybody that does go out to the event, when you put your feet on that ground and you reach down and you pick up those naturally occurring crystals that are by the hundreds of thousands just laying all over the land, you will feel exactly what I mean. I felt that when I when I was a child, Gary uh, and Loren, when you talked about Mesa Verde and you talked about the Anasazi, my father took me to those Pueblos when I was about 12, and I climbed climbed the ladders and went on the land, and I had such a profound experience there that I never forgot it. The, the land vibrated within me, and it was almost like I was triggered to remember something. And I don't know what it was. I, I don't feel like I need to know exactly what it was. I felt it in my heart. And what I felt was how connected I was to the land, to the people, and, and to everything, to the all that is. It was like my whole body felt... Um, connected to the entire universe in those moments. And as a child, I didn't really understand it at the time. But around Christmas time, my daughter asked me to take her on a camping trip at, on, on spring, spring break. And I said, the only way I'll do it is if we can go to Four Corners. And she said, why? What's at Four Corners? And I explained how I had been there as a kid, but I knew I had to get back there for some reason. And then that was another piece to this, um, why I knew I was supposed to be there, because I knew about it. So that was part of part of the vision for me was getting back to Four Corners. There's something pulling us and drawing us there. Well, Are 
and, and Lorraine, you shared with me the same thing when we talked on the phone and I told you about the event. You said to me, Michelle, I have to be there. And I said, I know. It's like, it's like a burning desire that I know I have to be there no matter what. And every person I've shared this with, every person I've shared it with who I've met in the last five or six years, who I had that vibrational resonance with, I feel like it's soul family connections all coming back together. People in Mount Shasta, people in Utah, people in Idaho, people, I, people I've met along the way in Sedona, every person I've shared this event with has said, I have to be there. They don't even really know about it yet. They just feel the resonance and the purity of intention, and they know they're adding to something that's greater than all of us. Whatever we've written on paper or whatever's been put on the website, all of that is part of the intention, but I believe it's so much bigger that it has to do with multidimensional, and it has to do with all of us coming together to really heal, heal the earth. And um, we, we can talk about it, but I think it's, it's important to feel the vibration and the purity there. And I think a lot of people are connecting with that. People that can't get there, we encourage the people that can't get there to add their energy to it just through their, their heart's intentions. And anyone who feels like they want to be a part of it, that wants to buy a T-shirt to donate to the cause or um, to start their own fundraising campaign to donate to the cause, you know, all of that is necessary and appreciated. There's many ways to be a part of this, either physically or, or etherically, spiritually, financially. There's all sorts of ways to be a part of it. And the time is now. And if it so resonates with you, please check out the website, EarthDay4Corners.org, and the four is the numeral four. So thank you both for being here. Any final thoughts on this event? The one thing that came to mind that's kind of a, a funny little twist that Gary and I keep seeing over and over again, and everybody on the team keeps seeing it. When I did that, when I looked at the numbers, April four, twenty second, two and two is a four, twenty eleven is a four, triple fours again, and just in that date when it starts, the four, 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 it seems, four seems to be so prevalent. When Gary and I talked about the event, we were, we were at a, we were at another event, and I was telling Gary something about it, and we looked down at our, at our clock, and it said 444. It seems like 444 keeps coming up repeatedly over and over again surrounding this event, and that has such sacred geometry in it. It's it just, again, it's another vibrational thing. And with that, Gary, I would love to hear your closing comments. Thanks, Michelle. Yeah, the, the number fours are... Uh it's, it's kind of like uh, there's a great book out there called uh, When God Winks, and if anybody hasn't read that, it's, it's a fantastic book. So this is kind of like God winks, you know. He's just kind of going, ha-ha, I just want to see if you're paying attention. Um, there's a lot of fours surrounding the event, and, and uh, not just in the dates and the times and the places, but in clocks and uh, in, in uh, emails that I get from people. It's, just, it's really amazing the amount of miracles that have occurred already on this path lead me to believe and expect that there's more. And uh, as, as you uh, listen to this show right now, if you feel so inclined, uh, please visit our website at earthday4corners.org or our Facebook cause page. Send us a note. If there's any 
anything we can do to help you in your efforts to you know bring the tribes together in your area, no matter where you're at, we're happy to help you. Um, we are still in need of, of financial donations, of engineers, of construction, uh, of volunteers to help run the event and, and uh, be on site with us. Um, the grounds that, that themselves are fantastic for camping and RV parking. Um, and uh, bring your energy and bring your soul and bring your spirit with you. Um, there will be a lot of sacred ceremonies done there that are never exposed. Um, and uh, I also have a, a great vision of broadcasting this to the world. We're still working on some approvals there. But um, I'd like to get this broadcast and, and out to the world. So anyone who's listening, uh, who feels this vibration and resonates with this, please contact us. Please get involved and, uh, and continue to do good things um, in your day-to-day -day activities. It does add up, and it makes a big difference in all the world around you. Well, thank you so much for your time today. And again, we invite everyone to be there and spread the word. And we look forward to meeting you there. I look forward to meeting you there, Michelle, and you too, Gary. Thanks so much for dedicating yourselves to this event and this incredible miracle that's shaping up. Thank you, Loren. Thank you so much for doing this. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed today's program, feel free to forward it to your friends so we can share the news about the information that we learned today. I'm now going to leave you with music from the universe, brought to you by AcousticHealth.com. Have a wonderful day. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.